This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. All right. As I've mentioned, about three weeks from the Western Conservative Summit, June 9th and 10th at the Colorado Convention Center. Tickets on sale, westernconservativesummit.com. WesternConservativeSummit.com. It's important for everybody to know, CCU, who uh, organizes this summit, is a 501c3 organization that's not involved in politics or campaigns. We're not getting anybody elected, but we are about ideas and policies and values and beliefs, and we track all that. We're trying to impact our culture to embrace Christian conservative values, which means we're down at the Colorado State Capitol trying to influence our laws according to those principles. And at the Western Conservative Summit, we get to highlight and honor those lawmakers that stand strong for faith, family, and freedom. It's called the Faith, Family, and Freedom Award. And I know it's very hard for Christian conservative lawmakers in this state right now to be doing the jobs that they're doing. I often ask them, how do you get up in the morning? I mean, you have a supermajority of radical secular leftists that control the House, not a single Republican elected statewide. In many ways, we're just like California, worse in in many ways. But you do have some that stand strong. And during the Western Conservative Summit, we honor them. They get the award. They're up there on the main stage. And a regular winner of that award is Matt Soper. He's a Republican who represents Colorado House of Representatives District 54, which encompasses parts of Mesa and Delta counties on Colorado's western slope. Now, Representative Soper led the walkout, the march out, at the end of the legislative session. And I got to tell you, friends, this seemed like one of the most divisive, angry, frustrating legislative sessions I have ever witnessed. I even called our lobbyist, Frank McNulty, and was like, Frank, do you remember anything like this? He said, I've been through some bad ones. I've never seen it like this. So the man who led the walkout is on the radio program, and you're going to get a chance to meet him live at the Western Conservative Summit as well. But Matt, you led this walkout. What were you thinking? What, give us the details. <laughs> what happened there? Hey, Jeff, it's great to be on. Yes, uh, we... Um We've kind of been talking as a House Republican caucus that, you know, if they use Rule 16, which is uh, shutting down debate and immediately voting, or Rule 14, which is limiting to no less than one hour, they have a supermajority. They're going to get their way. And they had used both of those rules almost 25 times this session. Before that, we, we have to go back more than 30 years to ever find when the rule had ever been used. And there was talks about, uh, is this one we walk? And members of our caucus were still kind of negotiating, and they were down in the well, which is where we debate, talking about, you know, do we do it, do we not do it? And I uh, put my laptop in my briefcase, zipped it up, walked around, said to them, let's go. We're walking out. And to walk straight down the center aisle, uh, a vote was going on right then. It was a um, Rule 16 vote to shut down debate on an amendment. And even the sergeants um, at first were kind of blocking my way to leave the House chamber. And they're like, what are you doing, Rep. Soper? And I said, I'm leaving. I said, we're done. And walked straight out the House. Uh, the lobby just stared at me like, what are you doing? I said, we're done. And then the rest of the caucus followed. And uh, together, the minority leader and I uh, walked down the grand staircase and out uh, the west steps of the Capitol, 
it was important that we were on the west step so that we knew the democrats would go out onto the balcony out of curiosity and we waved them <laughs> you waved to them there um, and i mean you What's going on? Was your heart racing at all? Were you a little nervous or were you just, were you angry? Were you frustrated? Give give us kind of your emotions on that point. Uh, everything. Yeah. I was, um, I had had enough and yeah, I, I, I was calm, cool, collected. I knew exactly what I was doing. I, I guess there was also this moment of, I don't know if you've ever felt like you're making history and that you're doing something that you never thought you'd have the courage to do that was that feeling mm. and just that you you know that it's a historic moment and there was just there's this feeling of yes when i walk through those doors i'm making history because we couldn't find a time when the republicans ever had ever walked out in the middle of a vote in protest wow wow and then to be very fair matt soper who represents house district 54 which is on the western slope um, you're not really a bombastic type of leader either. I mean, we we have those, right? We, we you know the people that like a fight. You know, they're they're. Uh, I'm a little bit that way, and uh, they're always looking for for an opportunity. Uh, what is that old saying? Uh, you stumble upon people out in the street fighting, and then you ask if it's a private fight or is it, uh, can anybody join in on this? You know, you, you have lawmakers that are like that. Matt Soper is Absolutely. not one of them. Matt is a is a thoughtful, well, uh, just easygoing type of statesman. I, when I think of Matt Soper, I think of a statesman. He's a good example of this. And so for Matt to lead this, you know we've reached a pinnacle. And Matt, this is like the end of the legislative session. You're within two hours of the actual completion of the legislative session. I think you guys walked out, right? I mean, did you go back in or were you or were it was that your message saying we're done We'll see you next year. Uh, uh, so we did not go back in. We we actually had kind of a massive um, caucus conversation about, uh, as we're standing on the left steps, do we go back in now that we've made our point? And I said, no, absolutely not. We, um, we finished out the session standing outside on state property. We're not going to go and celebrate. We're going to remain visible. We're going to remain transparent. We're going to be on the same step where Coloradans from different walks of life come and they protest and they demand grievances of their government and they stand on the West Steps, whether it's, you know, the rally for life, whether it's, you know, the East High School kids. Well, we as the House Republican Caucus, I said, we are right now protesting and we're, you know, demanding a redress of our grievances, which is our voices have been shut down. And so we stayed. Wow. Wow. So it was done. And they can do this in the House because they have a super majority, right? So they they have quorum. They they could technically run without you guys being there at all. Is that right? That's, that's correct. Uh, unlike other states where you've heard of a walkout and it shuts everything down. Yeah. Once quorum is established on the first day, then then it's already established. They, they actually don't need it. Wow. Wow. Uh that is, I think, indicative, and look, we'll kind of get into this uh, in this segment as well as in the next segment about this legislative session. Um, the The left has total control in this state. They they can do whatever they want, Matt Soper. They don't have to listen to you at all. 
And in fact, they probably won't even pay an electoral consequence for being this divisive, this angry, this vitriolic down there. So um, what is what message does that send at this point? Uh, is the debate down there just between the the center left and the radical left? Uh, is 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 Colorado a lost cause? Is it is it just dominated by the left now and we're going to continue to just stand on the sidelines and yell and scream and kick, but uh, at the end of the day, they can do whatever they want? You know, I don't believe Colorado is a lost cause. I, I look at all the votes that, for example, the House Republicans received, and you add them all up, we represent 46% of Colorado. And that is definitely not a lost cause at all. Mm. I, um, I, I certainly believe that Colorado is still worth fighting for. I also look at what the Dems got done and what they didn't get done. I mean, yes, they put one of the most radical agendas I have ever seen. This is by far the most exhausting legislative session and working you know, 14 to 16 hours a day or longer, uh, plus Saturdays and then a few Sundays. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's like the Bhutan death march. But when I look also at some of the things that died, I mean, we killed, for example, the Fair Work Week. Uh, we were able to kill the just cause for eviction. We were able to kill the uh, governor's um, uh, land bill where he wanted to uh, take away local control for planning. And so these particular bills were major pieces of legislation that even with a supermajority in the legislature, they still had um, a struggle. And had we not been able to find some of those moderate Democrats and locked down as a caucus and be able to say, okay, we're, we're, we're going to push back on the most extreme things. They, they should have been able to get whatever they wanted, uh, but yet they didn't quite. Hmm. And I want to talk with you a little bit about how the, the makeup of the legislature, especially among, on the Democratic side, is not, not always in lockstep. Even at the end there, there was frustration and anger towards the Speaker of the House from members of her own party, that she wasn't radical enough and that they want to be uh, even more leftist. Friends, we're talking with Matt Soper, a Republican who represents Colorado House of Representatives District 54, which encompasses parts of Mesa and Delta counties all along the western slope. Some of the best, one of the best slopes, the Western Slope uh, here in Colorado. And we're going to continue this conversation when we come back as we're featuring speakers, leaders that you may see at the Western Conservative Summit, June 9th and 10th at the Colorado Convention Center. Tickets on sale, westernconservativesummit.com. Hey, do you know a young person, 16 to 22? who's kind of interested in politics, doesn't know where that's going to go. The Western Conservative Summit Youth Conference is a fantastic place for them. They get to spend a whole week at Colorado Christian University in the run-up to the Western Conservative Summit. June 5th through 10th is the youth conference. It's led by Patriot Academy, which is going to train them not only to embrace Christian conservative principles and values, but then they also get to be legislators. So they literally walk in, they're sworn in, they have to write a bill, they have to work with lobbyists to pass it, work with their colleagues to pass it. We've got to train up the next generation of Christian conservative statesmen and stateswomen. And Colorado Christian University, the Western Conservative Summit Youth Conference, is doing that. Details all of this at westernconservativesummit.com. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour.